This is the Fan the Flame Podcast. Good afternoon, morning, evening. I don't know whenever you're going to listen to this, but hello. This is Shane. And Rebecca. Hey, everyone. Hey, we are back. And uh, today we're going to be talking about walking in the spiritual gifts. But before we talk about that, let's do a quick recap. So we've been doing Kingdom Living. We've had about eight episodes. And uh, hasn't it been awesome having Rebecca on? I did the first one by myself. And then I realized how awesome, Rebecca, how awesome you are. I think I help inspire him just by smiling mm. and looking into his beautiful eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my beautiful my beautiful eyes. Thank you. Yeah, you're wow. welcome. That was nice. Um, yes, you do inspire me, and it helps me have a conversation. Yeah. I'm like, man, you are the saving grace. I mean, otherwise, it's like a monologue. I mean, maybe that's I'll, maybe I'll be interesting enough to do that one day. But let me tell you, Rebecca, she is just this this special, super, super ingredient. You like that? You like that, honey? That's a, a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, anyways, um, so we have been talking about righteousness in Christ. We've been talking about the gospel, about how uh, Jesus saved us uh, from a life of sin into a life of freedom, hmm. which is very good news. <laughs> And uh, we've been talking about intimacy with Jesus. That's the most amazing news ever. Oh, yes, it is. You know, that's kind of like our, we burn for that message. Of all the messages that I want my life to be about, intimacy with Jesus is where it's at, Mm. you know? Um, So, yeah, we've been talking about that. We've also had some, oh, look at that. Um, uh, We've also had some... uh, uh, guest speakers like Rob, uh, Robert Armbruster, and he talked about intimacy with Jesus. If you haven't listened to that episode, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. At the end, there, oh, well, I, I won't tell you what happens at the end, but it's good. And then Paul Kummer, uh, he is a pastor, um, and uh, he, oh my goodness, he talks about the fact that the Father loves you. Hmm. Um, that, that messed me up. That was such a good... Uh, message and uh, so we've been uh, we've been talking about those things but an overview of what we're doing Mm -hmm. is that we want to live a lifestyle of intimacy with Jesus and the power of the simple gospel Mm -hmm. and uh, to live that make that an everyday lifestyle Mm -hmm. Uh, we we talk about revival like it's uh, you know we've talked about the first second and third great awakening we've heard about it in church Mm. um but i don't know about you i want to be part of what god's doing today Mm. you know and i know all of us do um so you know that's that's what we're going after Mm. um and understanding uh that we're part of this plan and whether we know it or not revival is happening around the world Mm. it is happening and uh so i want to i don't want to be on the sidelines Mm. and so uh, today we get to actually transition into uh, talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, which is such a good topic. I love mm. this topic. This isn't just a topic. This is a lifestyle. Mm. Um, and uh, this is something that I want to actually sort of share my story because this hits home with me. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I a little bit about my story. Rebecca, you know it. Because you're married to me and I haven't withhold any withheld anything from you. Isn't that awesome? Haha. <laughs> well, anyways, this story is uh, 
Uh, this story started when I was 15, when I gave my life to Jesus. Mm. And uh, the, the sort of expression that I understood to follow Jesus was that I would uh, understand clear theology, uh, read the Bible, grow and develop in righteousness and in a moral lifestyle mm. um, and to share my faith. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was the sort of, uh, that was the extent of my understanding at mm. the time. And it's all good. Yeah, those are great things. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think you, if you don't have those, <laughs> you're in trouble, right? Mm. But there was more. I, I found out that there was more. Um, so three, three years into my walk, uh, I met a man who decided to mentor me for the first time I had, well, actually I had, I had a mentor, but uh, this man, he, for the first time, I saw someone uh, on a daily basis who really sh- uh, demonstrated to me what, what it was like to follow Jesus, hmm. to walk, uh, quote unquote, walk with God and to pursue him in intimacy. Yeah, to be a friend of him. To be a friend of God. Hmm. Not that people around me weren't. I just didn't have like the sneak peek into their life, how they were doing it. Hmm. He invited me into that. And... Um, this man, he really demonstrated to me what it was like to uh, live a life of faith. He always talked about seeing the uh, thousands and, you know, stadiums or whatever. And um, he had crazy faith and still does today. There's so much passion. Too. So much passion. His name's Eli, um, just to give a name. Um, but he, oh my goodness, the stories that he shared were crazy. Um, and they, they lit me up. I remember him sharing a story of him being i believe it was in in mexico and this witch saw him and ran at him full speed Mm. because she knew he was a christian because she could sense that he was a christian ran at him full speed and and 10 feet away from him stopped dead could not move was Mm. paralyzed by the power of god wow and then flew back at least 10 feet wow i actually heard a similar story of like a this old grandma missionary she was out in some faraway country and and she was in a hut and or sleeping in her house and this um guy came to murder her and (laughs) yeah i know and then he has a machete and he's like uh, like sticking his head in like into his uh, her window where Mm. she's sleeping and she just like shouts like freeze in Jesus name or something like that. And he was also literally like his whole body froze and wow. couldn't move. And so the police came and got him and he was not Yeah, he That's was what just I'm like talking about. stuck right there. Yeah. Wow. I yeah, so that story just and and the the story that Eli said, this story right here, those fire me up. I'm like, there's more to to the gospel than just going to uh, on a sunday and uh listening to a sermon like there has to be more mm. and he dem- he, showed, he he demonstrated that you know um he shared i saw actually i just saw him as he would get uh prophetic words from god and he would share with people mm. and i watched as they were just broken under the the sweet love of jesus mm. and uh you know he knew things about people that you wouldn't otherwise know. You couldn't know. Yeah. And uh, you know, God would share those things so that they would they would receive freedom. Mm. And so the Bible, it kind of came alive for you. 
Yeah, the the Bible came alive because I mean we've we've all read the stories, right? Joseph had dreams um, that uh, that wound up bringing him to his destiny. Daniel was able to interpret dreams. Mm. Um, Enoch walked with God and whoops, was sucked away. Um, what other <laughs> stories? I mean, Elisha and Elijah, the crazy stories of yeah, the, the anointing. Calling the fire down. The calling the fire down. Um, the resurrection. Oh, even the bones yeah. of what, Elijah? Caused someone's uh, uh, child to be healed? Yeah. Right? I mean, what in the world? To be raised to life, I think, actually. Mm. You know, all these Oh my gosh, these stories. Mm. Um, and then the New Testament, they didn't stop. They only got it only got worse. Mm. <laughs> Jesus came, did all these incredible things, ridiculous. In fact, John uh, in the book of John said, "Hey, we don't even have enough records to, you know, if we had, it would go across around the world." Yeah, you know, it, it, there there aren't enough books in the world to contain what's what 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 how many miracles Jesus performed. Mm. That tells me something, you know. He and was busy. <laughs> he was busy. Yeah, Jesus was. I'm and, sure he had a hard time finding time to sleep and eat sometimes. Mm. Yeah, well, he did go away. So he did well, I don't even know if he was asleep, you know. He was spending time with God. He had a very packed 3-year ministry time yeah <laughs> yeah but all of those things he jesus did and i don't i i realize like there's not one time that jesus said this is not going to be fully available to you mm. when i leave yeah. he never said that mm. in fact he said the opposite he trained a disciple to do the same yeah mm. which is if if you can say this word and it makes sense cataclysmic this mm. is this is boom this is explosive and powerful for our faith mm-hmm. to understand this that Jesus didn't just do something and say okay guys you're my disciples you've seen how I've done it for 3 years now do your own thing in less power he never did that mm. in he Matthew, said the opposite he said the opposite he said you will do these things in what Greater. Greater. Oh my goodness. That's a challenge right there. That is such a challenge. You know, uh, Matthew chapter 10, he commissions the disciples. Mm-hmm. And the context for this, uh, the commissioning, you find it throughout the Gospels. Mm-hmm. He's talking about, he looks to the harvest field, the lost people. And if you want to do this, just go go to the rooftop of a, of a skyscraper in your city or, you know, your, your apartment complex. Or just find a place mm-hmm. where you see people, crowds. And he looked at the crowds and he, he saw that they were helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Mm. And he turned to the disciples and he said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send more workers. Mm. And you know what Jesus did right then and there? He actually commissioned the disciples and said, all right, you guys are going to be the workers of the harvest. Mm. And his, his commissioning involved this, this, this simple strategy. Go find a man of peace. Mm. preach the kingdom and heal all that are sick diseased uh cast out demons uh cleanse leprosy freely you have received now freely give give. and he also said make disciples so it wasn't like ending with the disciple they were supposed to go make disciples and they were supposed to go make disciples it's like rings in the water yeah so jesus raised up these disciples and with the expectation that they would carry on the same thing that he taught, 
that they witnessed mm-hmm. and that they would raise up other disciples. Yeah. Right? And so this is the this is the ministry that Jesus gave the disciples. This is the job description. Mm-hmm. Preach the kingdom and uh and and heal the sick, which is basically show and tell, right? It's preach that God is good, preach that he's coming uh with salvation mm-hmm. and then demonstrate that he's good and then he comes with salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Jesus. So we uh, need to multiply some more food here. We need to multiply some more food, which actually happened in the uh, the apartment complex we were in when we were together. Do you remember that? You don't remember? No. Oh, it, yeah. God multiplied uh, the the food when we were giving out to the some of the homeless people. It was really cool. You should. We, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. story. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, Jesus. Oh my goodness, he gave this ministry and. Um, and said to do the same, and this uh, th- this came home to me when I when I started c- connecting with Eli, and I would I would just berate him with questions. Hmm. Um, I just wanted to know more and more and more, but the answers weren't necessarily the thing that really um, uh, really inspired me. They gave me good information, but it was the connection. It was being around him, being discipled by somebody. Yeah. And, uh, and so, I mean, I would encourage you, whoever's listening, like we need to be discipling and be discipled. Yeah. And that, that a lot of that is through association is through just rubbing off, rubbing shoulders, being mm-hmm. connected. Um, that's where my life was radically changed. And so then from there, after about three months of that, uh, I went off to college and, uh, during those two years, God took me in a sort of a wilderness unraveling where I, I uncovered God like he like revealed himself to me Mm. and I don't even have time to talk about all the incredible encounters I had with him that Mm. just radically uh, radically changed my life Mm. you had dreams dreams open visions, open visions yeah audible voice of God I heard the yeah I heard the audible voice of Jesus or God yeah God we'll do yeah God (laughs) yeah um and, uh, you know, I, I, I wound up experiencing miracles mm. and uh, seeing salvation and stuff like that for the first time and having the boldness to actually share uh, boldly my faith. Mm. And um, so this, this, uh, this all start, started to happen through this relationship with Eli. And, um, and one of the things that I, I really realized is that what, what started, jump started that for me was that Eli always pushed me to walk with God. Hmm. He took me out to the canals and he said this was this is his mountain. <laughs> Jesus had a mountain and he had a mountain. Moses had a mountain. Moses every every everybody got to have a mountain, you know? <laughs> and but the only problem is in in South Texas there ain't no mountains. <laughs> so the canal will do cuz it dips down. Things happen by the river too. Hey, things happen by the river. <laughs> um so he would walk and he would just talk with God and I would follow right behind him 10:30 at night. We would just talk to God mm. for an hour, maybe 2 hours, right? And that just shifted something in me. And um I went up picking up the verse not long after 
Psalm 27, verse 4, which says, The one thing I ask of the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, mm. to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Mm. And it, it's become the, the life stamp, you yeah. know, of, of my life, the, the life verse. Mm. And uh, t- Psalm 27, verse 8 says something equally as powerful. My heart says of you, seek me. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Mm. My heart is drawing me to seek your face and I will seek your face, God. And so um, this whole thing about the gifts of the Spirit and the the empowerment of the Holy Spirit really just boils down to understanding that our commission Mm. is to bring uh, bring the gospel Mm. and to uh, uh, demonstrate it, you know. And um, so, yeah, I mean, this isn't, this is not a, a... a persuasion this mm. is not like uh one stream or other stream this these people have it these people you know oh we're we're different it's for all the- bible theology. believers yeah it's all for for all bible believers it's it is the bible yeah one thing i want to mention is for me it's also like about taking hold of the promises that mm. we find we find in the scriptures like i remember one story you told me where you said uh you asked god to wake you up because you found a scripture for that Mm. can you just share that yeah we'll we'll wrap it up with this with this last story and then we'll 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 come up with next uh and share more next episode but uh i read isaiah 50 verse 4 and it says this uh the lord wakens me morning by morning wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed Okay, so Isaiah is saying that God wakes him up in the morning and then speaks to him. I was like, God, I have to have that. So you know what I did? I turned my alarm clock off. I'm like... And you're going to school and everything. I'm going to school. And here, here's, the, here's the full uh, ice cream scoop. The next morning, I actually... Nothing happened. The next morning, nothing happened. N- nothing out of ordinary. I just woke up right but that day or that evening i i went uh hung out with uh my friends uh jacob and other people and we watched this movie called father of lights Mm. and it was my first time watching this movie and in the beginning of the movie this indian pastor says god wakes me up at four or five every morning Mm. And he talks to me about the day. And I was like, no way. You know, I'm like, of course, I'm like pumped and passionate for Jesus. And I'm like, that's it. I'm having this. And so I I just, oh my gosh. I, this, the movie was powerful and amazing. I remember that. I watched that scene too. I was like so godly jealous. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, who doesn't want that? Yeah. You know? Um, and so... I'm like, that's for me. <laughs> so that night, I wound up walking with Jesus and just enjoying him. And mm. uh, it's it's the routine I had every night during that season. I would just go out, uh, walk with God, and, and enjoy him, talk to him. And, mm. and uh, I went to bed around 1.30 that night. And, and oh, my goodness, I woke up. But I, I didn't wake myself up. I was woken up at 6 o'clock to this inexpressible glorious joy that just went from my stomach all the way to my chest it was like coming out of my mouth it was just the the joy of the lord the joy of the lord it felt like this light came from my stomach all the way out uh in my mouth Mm. 
And immediately I heard the Lord say, I will stain you with my glory. And then these pictures started flooding my mind. These, uh, the Lord started speaking super specific words, almost like within a split second, multiple different conversations. Wow. He said, um, tell, tell, my, tell your friend Drake that, uh, in, um, that there's rest for his weary children. Hmm. And then he told me to uh, talk to uh, my friend Addison. Oh, and, uh, and tell him that there's... Uh, in God, there's hope in hopeless situations. Mm. And uh, and for Drake, he gave me a, a verse. I think it was Isaiah either 40, 48 or 49. Um, Isaiah chapter 43 or 48 or 49. And um, I think it was 49. But anyways, uh, and then uh, the Lord spoke to me uh, about some other things. And that day, I... Uh, like a couple hours later, I actually saw Drake, um, and I approached him. I said, "Hey, man, how you doing?" And uh, he's like, he's "Like I'm tired, man. I'm pretty tired, man." I, I, uh, he said he he made a like a covenant uh, with one of his friends, where uh, like a brother covenant, where um, if they sort of slipped um, in any way, that they would both lose an hour of sleep. It was Stay this, up with each other. Yeah, kind of. it was this way of staying connected and staying accountable, which is beautiful. So he was exhausted. Mm. He was really tired. I was like, um, and so then I just shared with him what I felt the Lord had, or what the Lord obviously spoke to me, which mm. is, um, you know, I give rest to my weary children. Mm. And then I shared with him the verse. That's exactly what he needed. Yeah. Well, that verse, he memorized that entire chapter. Mm. He, uh, that summer, that was his summer verse assigned to him. Mm, and, only uh, God. <laughs> only God knows, right? It was incredible. Um, and then my uh, Addison, I actually didn't see until later. But when I I, uh, I told him I, what I said, he just started tearing up. Mm. And uh, he said, he said that his grand, uh, that uh, maybe I, I'll just... Um, Somebody, family yeah, member, and the family was member was uh, or going through a surgery. Going through a, a very heavy surgery, and so Jesus came and just really um, came in that moment mm. and uh, brought so much healing and 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 obviously hope. Mm, you know, and so I uh, I continued on that that streak of just you know allowing the Lord to wake me up, and He would. And guess what? I learned a lot about going to sleep earlier uh, about, you know, because, uh, it wasn't always that I woke up, uh, early feeling amazing. Um, and I didn't always have hear him speak. I don't know if he actually, like, I recognized him speaking anytime after that, Mm. but the fact is that I, you know, it happened and, um, that's available, you Mm. know, to all of us. And I think, um, it's just, uh, yeah. It's it's not something that just just disappears after that. God is still God, and so, um, yeah. you know, we. You that, took a hold of a promise. I took hold of a and promise. And you saw something in a different in the Indian past that you wanted. Yeah. And you went after it, and you got it. Yeah. So why don't we why don't we just wrap this up and and uh, sort of uh, put put down the point that uh, this is a lifestyle to to walk spirit led is a lifestyle accessible to every believer Mm. and anytime you see someone else experiencing god in a certain way 
the good news is that God has no favorites, shows no favoritism, mm. and that he wants to show himself faithful and true. And if he's shown it, shown himself to be good to one person, he wants to do it in your life too. Mm. And so uh, let's pray that, uh, let's pray and believe that God is going to demonstrate himself in your life like that. And um, so, yeah, let's pray. Jesus, mm. I pray for your uh your holy power to come upon our lives. to, And I pray that you would show yourself faithful as mm. you have time and time again. Yeah. God, open our eyes to see what you've placed in front of us. Mm. And just like Moses, I pray that we would not turn aside and ignore the burning bush, but we would turn aside and see that you are in the burning bush. Mm. We love you, Jesus. Yeah, God. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If this blessed you, then you can help us out by sharing and subscribing and staying in touch. We will see you in the next podcast.